Are we doing this? Oh, we're doing it we now? are doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Do it. Do it, Jay. Welcome to some episode of Short Convos Podcast. I said some as in a sum of numbers, because I can't remember what number we're on. We're, we're on a bit of a milestone. We're on episode 30 today. Oh, wow. Episode 30. Three zero. And yeah. uh, I am JC Warrior of Light Cashman with me. And as Mirali, and though we can't see it, uh, everyone can look around if you're on YouTube and see our lovely new uh, overlay layout thing. We're, we're putting some time and energy into making this thing look pretty. So it's lovely look and how new. pretty it is. It's Looks lovely nice. and new. <laughs> Talking of Thanks looking lad. pretty, how are we doing? Yeah, doing good, thank you, As uh, I've, uh, well, how could I sum up how I am in the word right now? Uh, bewildered. I think that might be the right word. I, I'm not confused or bewildered maybe means, I just feel like we're living in a little bit of a bizarre bubble at the moment. And yeah, sure. uh, I, I know we said whenever we mar- mentioned martial arts, we hit the gong. Uh, I think we should have a whistle for uh, COVID. Uh, as in, oi, so we have like a whistle for, for COVID and I don't want to talk about COVID. Uh, I'm bored to death of it now, uh, but we've had quite a significant change in our routine, though it doesn't appear the rest of the country's uh, gone into lockdown yet, uh, but our business, our way of life and everything has. And I don't know how, if you, how you found it or if you found it this way, uh, but it's as though I'm having to, I'm chasing myself to, oh, I've got to put something online because all of our, what we're doing is done online now. It's like, I've got to put something online. I've got to, uh, and I feel like I'm racing about online a bit unnecessarily. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I would like to just sort of sit back and, and chill for a bit, if, if that makes sense. And I've, uh, uh, the last few weeks, like we said, we'd talk about politics last week, if anyone didn't catch our last episode and I think we had a direct I've not come into this podcast with any kind of preconceived let's talk about that or talk about this uh obviously I've got some notes in case it suddenly went quiet you know what we can come to uh, but yeah there's no preconceived because that's where I want to be right now I don't want to be sort of chasing myself in a circle am I making any sense to you there and how's your week how are you yeah you feel like you're doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff? I don't know. I don't know if it's the sake of doing it for the sake of it, because I am doing stuff like, for instance, we've just had some grading results. And uh, obviously that's something that we, we, we do. We, you know, we have to get out there and everything else. It's not so much the doing stuff for the sake of it, because I'm very collective with how I do things. Like if it's nap time, it's for a reason. It's nap time. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's work time, it's for a reason. It's work time. I don't feel like I'm... Uh, what, what's the word where you're just sort of doing things for the sake of it? I don't feel uh, I'm... Uh, Going through post- the motions. Procrastinating, is it? I don't feel like okay. I'm I'm doing that, but I, I'm sort of just questioning the busyness of it all. I, I think I get you. I, I do understand. Um, my whole relationship with the whole doing things online that are normally done in a physical space is I just know, and I think you feel the same. It's not the same. It's not as good. But I'd rather we did something than do nothing at all. Of course, uh, yeah. Even though it is very much a compromise on both ends, both from the people who are receiving our service. But I think what people sometimes forget is how much we're compromising in terms of 
the the way we like to do our jobs and the way we like to uh, provide our service. Uh, not that any, you know, we're not looking for little tiny violins to feel sorry for us or anything like that. Uh, but it is it is a bit of a setback and it is a bit of a knock to to jump back onto all this online stuff sometimes where where you're used to doing it in a physical space. Yeah, as we're talking about it, like, I don't think I see it more as a, I'm not, all right, last week I was frustrated. I was definitely not back last week. I was really, really frustrated. This week, it's, uh, I don't know if it's just a change of routine. Uh, you know, when you go on holiday or you go away or you have some time out, there's almost like that period uh, I don't know if you do notice it, but I definitely do. There's a period that you go through of like a come down, especially if you're on a on a relaxing holiday. There's like a come down that you work through. I just think routine is different at the moment. As much as we like to keep it uh, to, you know, the set classes that we're doing on Zoom and everything else, it's still different because you're not going into the usual space. You're not leaving at the usual time. I think maybe that's a part of it as well. Routine, the week's changed. Yeah. yeah, 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 I get that. Being pushed out of your routine, not yeah. when you expected to be pushed out of it, if that makes sense. Because I think the other thing is when you go on a holiday or you've got a planned trip, then you kind of know that you're going to be pulled out of it. But when you kind of get dragged out of it uh, and put into something else, I think that can be a little disorientating for, a, for lack of a better word. But do you get that when you go away? Like it's making me think of a few things. Holiday now. blues, I think, is what you're describing. That's, when you're that's on the term holiday, I've heard. When you go on holiday. Oh, so, okay. As so in like, the first few days of having to detach from your routine and the way you are and the way you operate. Last year or the year before, I can't remember when it was now, but we went away. Uh, I just remember a good holiday. Uh, we went away and it is routine. I can like, Lauren knows, I, I will say, well, I'm just working through it. You know, first day, it's all arrivals. It's all like, uh, departures, you know, moving stuff around, you get in house and it's like, oh, you just want to uh, chill. Uh, then the next day, it's get up, get supplies and everything. And then usually by the second day, that end day, it's like, uh, I'm very disciplined unless there's an emergency or something that I'm expecting or something like that. I don't have my phone on or devices. I, I disconnect. I leave things in a way that I don't need to be there. And there, yeah, a couple of days and then there's this almost like, release of it just coming out your body uh in in a not a an actual sense not fluid wise or something <laughs> but uh, it, it coming out your body and you going like oh that's better kind of thing yeah. you get it occasionally like you can just sit down sometimes and be like at home and be like oh that's better but i mean it's like a quite a significant thing i can quite often be a bit of a bastard around that time as well i can be you a bit until that point uh, yeah, or particularly at that point, uh, mm. I can just not give a whatever. And uh, then then you just slip into the holiday or whatever it is, Phil. Is that what you feel like you're kind of in, but not on a holiday? Uh, yeah, in a different kind of way. I just feel like it's a change of routine. And I'm, yeah, and it's like, oh, I should be doing something. I've got to be doing something. But it's like you don't actually need to do any more than you're doing successfully at the moment kind of yes. feeling yeah i think that's it i think that's it should we just rewind the start of this podcast and I'll just, like, <laughs> take that bit there well, sometimes we have to just go through the process and figure out what we're even trying to say so i i yeah. think people can relate to 
uh, feeling away and not actually having the words to describe exactly how they're feeling. So yeah, yeah I think we've just lived that out for anyone. If, if you relate you to go. that, let us know. There we are. I wanted to ask you today about the word freedom. Uh, and this okay. is only because you actually mentioned this word a few days and it, it's had my little brain ticking over about it uh, ever since. I mentioned it. You mentioned it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, this was in your frustrated week. Uh, and okay. I think we were on a we were on a group chat of some kind uh, and you said you were you were questioning oh, okay. to a certain yeah. extent your your sense of freedom because of the restrictions and everything. Well, again, we won't bring it round to that. Uh, but I, I was just I've been thinking about like what it means to be free uh, and what like our idea of freedom is, because obviously we don't want to be free to the extent where everyone just goes around purging and you know, uh, you know, slicing off each other's heads and all the rest of it. But on the other side of that, we don't want to be this like pseudo freedom. What's that film? Is it with Jim Carrey where he lives? He's like living in a TV show and he doesn't oh, know. Oh yeah, uh, what, Truman oh, Show. What? Truman Show. That's it. That's it. Yeah, we, we didn't mention all, that one on our movies, did we? We didn't. No. Or the Matrix, like this world where you're free, but you're not really free. Uh, and I don't know if that's what we've kind of shifted to a little recently. It, it just had me thinking. I just wanted to get your two cents on your idea of freedom. Freedom. As, okay. as someone who I would consider to be a free spirit. And I'm sure you've been described that way before. Oh, I'll, I'll take I'll that as a compliment. Thank it, you. It's that. intended as one. Thank you. Uh, well, when you very first said freedom, uh, I just thought, when did I watch uh, Braveheart last? <laughs> uh, that's why that is freedom. That's why initially is that what he said, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's what initially comes to mind. But then you uh, retract back to last week when whatever conversation, whoever that was, we were with, and I was talking about it. And uh, I think in that context, uh, I'm talking about almost being shackled to not do what you want to do. Uh, so I I feel. And I think I've mentioned this before. I think uh, I live by a, a code, shall we say, uh, a teaching from my dad, which is uh, li live your life how you want to live it, as long as it's not negativity, ne negativity, negative, that word, affecting uh, others. Uh, so as long as it's not having a negative effect on others, live your life. And I, I feel, uh, or at that moment when I use the word freedom, my freedom to live how I want to, see the people I want to see, do the things I want to do, go to the places I want to go, all of those things has, has been taken away from me. And yeah, there has been a lot of death, there has been you know a lot of risk and everything else, but I don't think it weighs up the same. I'm just not seeing not payoffs from, I'm just not seeing the balance at the moment. I'm not seeing mm -hmm. the balance. So just downright honest, I'm not seeing the balance. And this doesn't even go into the economic side of things and everything, everything else. I, yeah, that, that's why I said I felt my freedom's taken away. Uh, but then when you mention the word freedom in its, if I'm talking about freedom in its most uh, personal sense, uh, my mum's, one of my mum's favorite songs was lighthouse uh, family uh, uh i wish i knew what it would feel like to be free uh you, you familiar I, I can't tell you the no. name of the song but i know exactly what song you mean 
it's got a bit of U two uh, one in it, uh, and uh, so sometimes it's referred to as that as well. But free, and my mum would always refer to that song. It was played at her funeral. Uh, it's one of the, the songs uh, that we we walked out to, and in that it was more a case of in that sense, it's more a case of no matter where you live, who you live, what, how, where, when, is being able to have that freedom just in yourself to be you. So I'm getting quite more deep and spiritual away from freedom mm -hmm. of shackles and chains. But that's what freedom really means to me is being able to free yourself from the burdens and shackles of life, which you put yourself upon. I suppose that actually ties in exactly with what I was talking about at the start is uh, I haven't found freedom in my time at the moment. Oh, I'm happy now. Yeah, all right, cool. I'll catch up. <laughs> We're done. Bye, everybody. Good podcast. Session's done. <laughs> You're paying pay, pay by the minute. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not free at the moment, but I've just found my freedom. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all good now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I really like that because I've I felt the same way that in the physical space, we're not free to do what we want to do. Um, we could have a whole discussion about balancing responsibilities with freedoms and the fact that we get to live in a first world country and compared to other people, even with like the heaviest of restrictions, we're still a lot more free than some people are their entire lives. Great. Uh, but I think that thing of the deeper sense of freedom to be who you are and feel like you can be who you are uh, is, is what really is important, regardless of circumstance, regardless of, like you said, where you live or who you're around. Yeah, just talking about that, I've had a light bulb go off, quite literally. It's almost, uh, we, we were talking about depression and, you know, feeling down and all that the other week and how sometimes, again, I don't know if you can relate, but literally it can be a light switch. It, it can literally be, during a training session, as an example, with the bonsais outside, walking the dog, playing with the kids, all up to that point, you're just not being feeling great. Uh, no, it doesn't necessarily be all doom and gloom, uh, but then something just almost sweet. And that was like a light bulb moment there. And you, nice. you could, you could chain me up right now. You could shackle me and chain me. You could throw me in a dark, uh, cold room, but I could sit there right now and still be free. Well. You're welcome. <laughs> Can we take a moment to appreciate, and I know you will because you love stuff like this, the completely undiscussed uniform thing we got going on here? Yes. Yeah. You are in a zuddy, right? There's a zip on that thing. There is. It is zuddy. Black yeah. t-shirt, white zuddy, white t-shirt, black zuddy. The black t-shirt wasn't intentional. Wasn't intentional. No. It was. Okay. was not the white was the not. white is the white yes is. okay yeah well same that, that's good i'm good well i was wearing the white t-shirt today and then i realized i should be wearing black and we went on top but i, I like it looks it's uh we're yin and yang in it today yeah and should we go like bring the dark into the light we'll just switch so you, it. I, yeah it. now we're now we're yang and yin in it that's probably because you got then the dark within the light and the light within the dark now we're going now we're going somewhere weird and that's freedom balance and freedom done it's, it's like the actual yin and yang though isn't it the light is in the dark and the dark is in the light you have to see light in dark to uh appreciate the bad times 
that there is light in dark and you have to see dark in light to appreciate that light can't be there without recognizing the dark yes the two must coexist there is yes. no there is no one without the other yeah oh, i interrupt Beautiful. you you're gonna say something you're, you're good uh i've realized i don't know if all of you know we started doing this top three thing yeah they've all been food related so far i believe with the exception of the modes of transport oh yeah yeah and i and okay. i keep i keep trying to think up top threes and i don't know why but i keep coming back to food uh, and I keep coming back to drinks and food and beverages. So I've, I've been racking my brain <laughs> to make sure that we had a top three that was not going to be food related. I wanted to check if you had one that you wanted to do. And if not, then I've, I've, I've got, got three food related. So you go. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. <laughs> there it is. So uh, I had, I've got one recommended from my wife, which I'll throw at you. But if you prefer, we'll do the other one. So the one okay. recommended by my wife was top three star wars characters uh, we will go Ooh. as far as saying so for example anakin young anakin teen anakin and darth vader are three yes. different characters yeah yes. or yeah. top three bits of tech as in your favorite bits of tech well the mrs wins is star wars and we do I the thought tech she would we do the tech next week. I actually thought about that earlier, but I thought, now nah, that's a bit of a boring free, isn't it? But yeah, it no, let's do, is, yeah. <laughs> let, let's do the tech because uh, the geek in us will love that, won't it? But let's do the, right. the do that next week. Remember that for next week. Let's do the top three uh, Star Wars. So yeah, I think you've already thought about this. So I have not. Uh, I have not. Okay. This, was the, this was decided very, like, within the last couple of hours. Uh, and I've not given it any thought, uh, almost purposely, because I kind of wanted to organically let the let the truth come out. Yes. So, yeah. Would you want to? Do we want to announce our free or go one for one? Uh, what have we do done it? in the past? I don't know. This is we like, were, so far. We've announced the free, and then the other person has announced the free. So, if we want to continue to be unshackled and uh, shaking things up, then maybe we go one for one. Yeah, and are we going in numerical order as in bronze to gold, or are we just giving it a level of three, uh, yeah. and we can't mention any more, or because I think we've been going bronze, silver, gold, haven't we, or the reverse? I could do either, but let's not do bronze, silver, gold. Okay, so let's as just not do three. Upset the Star Wars nerd community. Yeah, let's just have three. Okay, can we mention others that haven't made the top three? Honourable mentions are allowed, yes, for sure. Okay, okay. Would you like me to start? Yeah, you, uh, as your good wife brought this to the, to the co uh, convo, then you start. So of all the Obi-Wans, and I count there to be, I don't know about you, I think there's four Obi-Wans in my mind. Well, let's go for it. Old Ben. Old Ben. There is, well, older uh, Ewan well, McGregor. Let's go, let's go Bearded McGregor. Let's go and release. So go let's go. Then. Oh, you had three there. I thought you were repeating. So my bad. My no, bad. No, go no, for no, it again. Old Ben. Yeah. Old, old Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Bearded Ewan McGregor. Yeah. yeah. Young Ewan McGregor, shall we call him? Uh, or clean, clean shaven yes. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, Phantom okay. Menace. Padawan McGregor. Mag yeah, that, that'd be right. That'd be right. And is there another? You're going to have to say uh, Obi-Wan from the 
not Rebels, the other one, the Clone Wars, the, Clone Wars. the animated Obi-Wan. Okay. Of all of these, if I was to pick a favourite, it would be Bearded McGregor, as in, I guess, episode three, we're talking. Okay, Attack of the Clones. Three slash, three, yeah, three slash two, when he was starting to go into the master role, but still relatively new to it and struggling to yeah. figure out what to do with Anakin as he was struggling with the thing. I found that character and that situation really interesting. And I don't know if it's being, and at the time it certainly was, being a young martial arts instructor uh, and getting that, getting to grips with being in that position and teaching. I was going to ask why, actually, and obviously you've just answered it. And uh, yeah, the, I, I can really see that. I can really relate to that. Yeah, excellent. Uh, I like Get that. Okay, well, I'm going to go Skywalker, Luke Skywalker. Okay. And uh, for, yeah, for similar reasons, should we try and count? Nah, let's not, not bother. <laughs> you let's pick, bother. tell me your favorite one. <laughs> uh, my favorite Luke Skywalker is Green uh, Lightsaber, uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, mm-hmm. Partly because out of all of the Star Wars films and series and everything, my favorite scene is I think it starts or it's involved with it, the Millennium Falcon, it's when they're flying towards the Death Star, we're in Return of the Jedi, and they realize that it's a trap. And he says, it's a trap. And they pull up, and as they turn out, all the TIE fighters are coming from all the Star Destroyers. And then Luke's standing there, looking out uh, the galaxy, uh, it all happening. And the Emperor's like, you are doomed, or whatever word he says and Luke looks to go grab his lightsaber to strike him down and the Empire Emperor's like yes hate, go to hate hate and everything and I can I can just really relate to that like I, I kind of uh, relate as myself in that kind of thing that I could have quite easily at times turned to the dark side but have always chosen the light I just think the green lightsaber and the fact that he's got a robot hand in the glove. I've got a little thing about gloves. I'm going to wear my gloves next week. Uh, and he's green lightsaber. Uh, yeah, that's my favourite Luke. Again, kind of relating, relating, putting myself in there. And I think that's a big thing with the Star Wars, isn't it? Is the relation of characters and uh, all of that. And also, you know, his dad went mental, my dad went mental. It's all kind of related, isn't it? <laughs> it's basically <laughs> the same. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Wookiee. That's great. Uh, my second choice is going to have to be, and I won't give it to uh, one of them, but Mace Windu in general. Uh, I thought he was a very welcome addition to the Star Wars universe. Uh, I love the story about how he ended up with the purple lightsaber. I don't know. Tell if you, me. You know. Tell me. This. So the story, this is, uh, I, I don't know if it will ruin it for you, but you, I, I really like I'm listening, it. I'm going to get a book. Listen, I'm listening. The purple lightsaber purely came from Samuel Jackson's ego. Uh, yes, The reason he had this, a purple yeah. lightsaber, yeah, was purely because he didn't want to look like everyone else. And it was particularly because of episode two uh, with the big battle where they were all going in together. He wanted it in the big widescreen shot be able to point and go that's, that's me. me with the purple lightsaber and i like that because i like the idea that the star wars lore which is something that like the fans really 
grip to and are very serious about and it's like it's a religion and all the rest of it could be manipulated by just this guy going but i want a purple one are you a big uh samuel jackson fan or yes so is that am, partly playing into it? That, that's definitely a big part of it but i think the for me the thing was that he could or that anyone, I, I think really what it was, was that Star Wars wasn't taking itself too seriously, yes. even though it's such a like biblical, big, massive thing. The fact that it still can have fun with itself uh, and in its production, that I, I really enjoyed that. It, it kind of keeps it, because at the end of the day, it's, it's, for the, it's for the youth, is it? It's for young people, yes. even though we've all, we're not young anymore and we've all grown up and we're still uh, loving it. But that that for me was a was a very cool part of it. Yeah, cool. I, I went up and got this book. I don't know if you can see it too well for those mm -hmm. on the audio version. Uh, the Jedi Path. It's a really cool book, actually. It's been uh, done like uh, designed in a way to make. Well, it is really old from a galaxy far, far away, mm -hmm. and like there's scribblings in it, like by Yoda, and uh, there's some like. Uh, dark magic there. I can't find a page, but being crossed out and everything. But you, you're saying about the color of the lightsabers. Uh, it's actually mentioned in this book about the color because the color represents your role as a Jedi. Mm -hmm. So I can't remember, but like the warriors were green and the farmers were yellow and the, your your different uh, role as a Jedi would be, be a different color lightsaber. That's what they've mentioned in that. But yeah, going off on the tangent there. All good, all good. Number so my two. number... My number two in no numerical or descending ascending order is I, I know a lot of people like my brother was a big fan or is a big fan of Boba Fett. And I don't know if you ever noticed, but on my camper key ring, I've got a little Lego Boba Fett. And uh, that, that's kind of in honor, honor of that. Uh, but so I like Boba Fett, but I, I'm really loving it. It's too... It's almost too soon to call it. That's why I brought up Boba Fett as well. But I'm really loving the new uh, Mandalorian, Mando character. Uh, I can't remember either. Are you, are you up to date with episode uh, season one? You've not watched any yet. I've, st I've started, but I've, I'm not up to date. So spoiler okay, free, right. please. Uh, spoiler free <laughs> then. So CC, uh, uh, the girls, uh, oh, Daisy actually, Poppy and I, uh, Daisy, uh, Poppy's great. Uh, she's like five dropped off at school today and uh, there's like a, a you know routine to the whole covid safe thing and we cuddle each other she goes in as she walks in she stops and looks at me and goes this is the way <laughs> it goes on so that's her, her late, latest thing and uh, the, yeah get back to her i just really love the mando character uh, i'm i'm really he, he's really drawn me in. I'm loving the whole Mandalorian thing and uh, the way that he's behaving and uh, he's Creed and yeah, the cool shiny art. I'm just loving that. So I want to bring in some new, because I just think they're doing a really great job with that. Mm -hmm. And I get like a, I'm a subscriber to a Star Wars magazine that I read and they've been talking about how much effort's been put into it. And you can just see it. So like, you know, the little child, you've got that far, haven't you? You've watched the first episode. The little child, <laughs> he's not CGI. He's an actual robot. Like obviously not a proper little Yoda, but an actual robot. He's a, he's a real thing on screen. They wanted to make sure they were, yeah. So my, my second, Mando. Like it, like it. I feel like the third one has to come from the dark side for our balance of equation and yeah. all the rest of it. But 
I'm a little bit torn because if I pick this one, then all three of my picks are from the prequels. And that means that I'm the most like BS <laughs> Star Wars fan in the world. But uh, didn't you grow up in that era as in you were a child? I did. So that I, I, I think that's allowed because we were okay. talking about this with the Hamiltons a little while ago. And uh, Elliot, for instance, wore out the VHS or whatever those films. It might be the original ones, but like he's a proper big Star Wars fan. And he still to this day loves the prequels because he grew up with it. It was, it was the real child Star mm. Wars in a sense, wasn't it? But yeah, okay, no, well I, 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 I get a pass. I knock it. Yeah, you get a pass. I'll take it. In all fairness, though, because I'll give you my reason. So my one is Darth Maul. Uh, from the dark side uh, yes from the prequel but actually mostly from the clone wars uh, and from the animated series because they bring him back and they kind of let him return and then his brother comes and it, it all goes off and they really flesh out that character and they really explore the whole dynamic of the sith and especially when the whole cutthroatness of there only being two and what happens if one of them dies but doesn't really die and then suddenly there's kind of two and a bit uh, and that whole thing i just oh, i just found it really fascinating uh, and then from the thing the whole double lightsaber and i think at one point he does a butterfly kick and he does a lot of martial arts mixed in with it it just yeah i, I it really that character for me was just like that was the first time i thought this is really cool uh, beyond everything else that it is with, you know, laser swords and all the rest of it. It just, yeah, that one hit home. So Darth Maul, and if I was going to go bronze, silver, gold, he would actually take my gold, I think. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's strong, pretty strong, strong praise. Brother made me a few years ago a little display of uh, Lego figures. So okay. we've got it in the in the bathroom. Maybe I have. And uh, that each is on their own little sort of uh, uh, podium as platform. such, or platform on it. And uh, when he gave it to me, he said, "Oh, you'll notice they're all uh, original characters, as in from the original uh, free films." Uh, the only, well, he asked me which one's the odd one out, and I said, "Oh, Darth Maul, because he's from the prequels." And he's like, "Yeah, he was just too cool to keep out. <laughs> you got to have it. You got to have him in." Yes, Justin. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I get that, and uh, yeah, because those Clone Wars, like, even though they're cartoons, and even though they were pitched uh, and like on Cartoon Network at a kids' house, some of them are really dark in particular oh, really? ones that you mentioned as well as in really quite heavily dark in the mind not just mm -hmm. like uh, dark scenery yeah yeah i mean yeah they're talking about like coming back from the dead and uh dealing with rejection and the, oh, all sorts of stuff it gets yeah it does go to a goes to a real dark place but i guess that's kind of the beauty of it is they managed to do that and you still could sit there with your kids and not feel like it's you know oh they shouldn't be watching this yeah yeah there we go uh, so my third, uh, I would, as you called the gold, I would put Luke on gold for me. Uh, that, that's where I'd do it. And he, through his whole, uh, I like the way it ended with him. I thought he was fitting for the character. I like, yeah, I like, liked all of that. But my third for the topic of conversation, this one's really opened it up this week, hasn't it, for conversation. Uh, my third, I... I would like to call a dark side, but I'm the light, so I'm not going to. And Darth Vader, I think he's just a really good villain. Even though you said Darth Maul, he's just really cool and he can do more than Darth Vader did in the first ones and all of that anyway, in a sense of 
butterfly kicks. But I, I think Darth Vader is a really cool villain. I like the whole samurai helmet and everything else. Uh, but I'd have to call... And then oh, it's so tricky because I really like Han Solo. He's a really cool character. I love Chewie, the interaction. But they're, they're sitting on the fringe... Uh, yes. of of my favorite i love them and i i love the solo movie and that but i'm not so relating to them i don't think uh, so my third is yoda i i i just think uh, the the mastery of bringing that character to the film like in empire strikes back and that i think that whole scene where he's training luke and it's uh, do or do not there is no try and all of that. I just think is is wicked, and uh, I would like to live to three hundred nine hundred years and look as good as he does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I just think Yoda's like the ultimate wise man, and uh, if I was fortunate to have those years, obviously not nine hundred, I'd like to like to sort of portray that kind of wisdom. I suppose David Attenborough to an extent is a Yoda. We talked about him the other yeah. week, isn't he? He's not green. He's not got big ears. He's not 900 years. Uh, he's not far off. But you, you can see where I'm coming from. I just like, I really like how that was placed. I, I like the whole, you don't have to be uh, a big, strong person to be awesome and the greatest yes. warrior of all time and all of those kind of things. He's just a little green dude with big ears. I, I just think that, yeah, the, to me, that's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Yoda's awesome. Yoda's yeah. the man. Yeah. Boom, dude, that was a banging top three. Yeah, banging. We're, we're going to have to, uh, what, what have we said for next? Devices, devices. Okay. Devices, maybe, tech, maybe we'll gadgets. start it with the devices next week then. We're, we're introduced and we'll go straight in with the, the free tech. Well, stay, staying with our weekly thing, uh, I had it ready. I don't know if you were prepared for it because you were prepared for that. Quote of the week. I'm good to go, but I'll let you take the lead. Well, I've, uh, I was sent mine, actually, uh, by someone who, Bridget, who listened to, uh, to last week's podcast and uh, said, oh, I heard this and or saw this and uh, related very much to what you are talking about last week. So for those that aren't going in order or listened to last week, we spoke about politics. Uh, we had a rant, let's say, about politics. And uh, yeah, so you've got to listen to that one if you haven't. And there's a picture of a wise, I'd say, Native American chief. I would try and do an accent, but uh, it would do it justice. <laughs> Don't do uh, so <laughs> what if I told you that the left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird? Oh, I like it. So whenever there's anything political that's related to me and someone now says, like, you've changed my view on voting, I'm going to vote every time now, or I spoke nice. to Lauren after that. But whenever any it comes up in conversation at any time now with anyone and they're asking my opinion, that's my, my answer. The left and that right wing great quote. belong to the same bird. I like it. My one, it kind of goes off topic of anything, well, that we've spoke about recently. Uh, and this is kind of, a, this is a, a quote about envy. Uh, so for anyone experiencing envy or you're dealing with anything like that, I, I like this one. Uh, other people's grass may appear greener, but quite often it's been fertilized with bullshit. Even if it hasn't, get watering your own garden rather than envying someone else's. 
Like it. Like it. Where did that come from? Uh, So that comes from a guy called Paul McGee. Uh, He writes a lot of books that I like. He's called the Sumo Guy. uh, And Sumo stands for Shut Up and Move On. Uh, And it's just his kind of philosophy and attitude to life in terms of just, you know, keep going and getting on with things. And at the moment where, yeah, we're just getting hit with a lot of stuff. The the sumo has been very useful. Uh, I like I just, we just keep powering through. And yeah, he talks about stuff like this NVR. Uh, I'll get you. We need to do a book uh, episode at some yes, point. Yes, yeah, we need to, that. don't we? Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll put that on the, the list for yeah. a future episode. Definitely, definitely. And then, uh, well, I feel like we're sort of going to the right place for it. I wrote this down a few weeks to uh, chat about. I just noticed it when I was uh, bringing up that quote there. And uh, it's something that has always, I won't say plagued me. I don't mean it in a negative sense. We've talked about death before, haven't we? And we talked about it at length. We've talked about, uh, you know, assisted suicide. We've talked about, you know, the, the full shebang of it. And anyone that's listening for the first time uh, needs to realize that when we talk about death, it's not necessarily a bad conversation. We don't look at death as being a, a bad thing. Uh, if anything, it's, a, it's you know, just something we all share, isn't it? So, yeah, I wrote this down. It's something even from a really, really young age. I can remember sitting in the car uh, with my dad. At a real young age and uh, somewhat getting upset. I always find there's an emotion really draws up when it comes to mind. And I suppose that's what's drawn me today because we've been talking about, you know, different emotion and everything else. And I'll think about at that time, the only death I, I knew was uh, our pet dogs. Uh, and I'll think about our pet dogs and just that. Yeah. So what, what I'm getting at, what I've written down is uh, I've had it a few times recently, that's why I've written it down, is the realisation of one's own mortality. Uh, that I, Yeah, it's just something that has always been there with me. I don't really know why. Uh, but, and I don't mean it in a bad thing, good thing. It's just always, if anything, a good thing. Uh, again, can you relate? Yeah, big time there. So I'm going to do a second quote if it's all right. And I can't remember where it comes from. I'm sure you've heard it, but it says we we have two lives and the second one begins when you realize you only have one. Uh, And it's all about that realization that your time is limited and that you have you have you are mortal and it what gives everything value because, you know, at at best you've got 90 good years, uh, but really you have no idea when you're going to go and yeah, I, I think about my mortality kind of constantly. It's it's always coming onto my mind. Whereas my wife, after we've I've asked her about it, she doesn't doesn't tend to think about it at all. Uh, doesn't tend to come to mind. I think that is certain people do that a lot more than others, and I couldn't tell you why. Yeah, uh, like I, I can't have the same conversation with my wife that I do with you, for instance, uh, on this kind of thing, just how we're conversing right now. We've talked about it, you know, Laura and I have talked about it before, you know, all the things that we've spoken on here, we've talked about at some point. It's not like I can't talk to her, but we won't just have that sit down conversation. It's not a topic like I get, I'll just bring up like with you uh, right now. And, uh, but I, I personally think realizing your own mortality it has benefits to it. I think it makes you question 
things that others wouldn't question of the why are you doing that to yourself to others or that kind of thing in a positive light and mm -hmm. yeah i i think the realization of your own mortality isn't something to be scared of and uh i think we've spoken before whenever we've spoken about death is uh, a lot of people just seem to be scared by the whole subject of it mortality yeah. being one of them yeah, it is scary because it's the unknown. I think that's what scares most people is as much as we might like to have faith in a certain thing or a belief or we've got this anecdotal story of someone who died for a few minutes and came back to life. The reality is none of us know what's on the other side and there's no way of knowing. And the only way we're going to find out is when we eventually get there. So I think for a lot of people, they'd rather just not think about it till it comes. And then others, we tend to ponder on it a little bit. Uh, just, yeah, but I, I don't think it's a negative. I've never seen death as a negative. Uh, and it's sometimes why I get into hot water with people where, where I, they think I'm being insensitive uh, or, or being cruel. And it's not my intention. It's just that I don't see death as a taboo or as a bad thing to happen to people. It's, it's a natural part of life. And even you dying young, it's, it's for you, it's natural. It's what was meant to happen to you. You were gonna die at that age. That's just what it is. Uh, it's not nice. No one likes to think about a baby dying or a young child dying. That's a sad idea. But death in itself is a very natural thing. And I don't think we should be squeamish about it. And I do think yeah. we should talk about it more. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, I I think uh, the I think the only place that I've really uh, related to it in its uh, sense of how I'm trying to talk it now is like in films, and there's quite a few films that touch on it. And this, uh, like war films, are really great for it. You know, putting you on that end edge, that brink of you know, uh, people losing lives or like series like Band of Brothers and all of that. And that real realization of, of mortality, uh, you know, because I, I think people at times and um, what I look at to think that it's not a great way of thinking, uh, the, the priorities seem really wrong at times. And it's like, for instance, today I was driving and someone was racing and passed us at a speed that they shouldn't have been. And, you know, taking complete unnecessary risks, not with their own life, but other people's life. And it's like, they're probably in a rush to get somewhere. If they didn't get there, they were probably going to lose, you know, whatever job or whatever it else was that they had to get there. But when you stand back and you look at it and go, whoa, wait a minute, you're there is a, you're mortal you're not gonna come back if we get this wrong kind of thing and the person that you hit and that kind of thing and i i think the death that i've experienced especially close has really given one a perspective on that as like i've said i've always had this realization of mortality from a young age but as i've got a bit older and i've now experienced a lot of close death you get desensitized to it definitely so i i would have been past if someone said oh you know uh, so and so died it would be like oh my gosh i would have been a lot more like that now it's like not yeah so what but it's like yeah that's the course of things isn't it i think that's a bit mm -hmm. of a safety that your body uh puts up a bit of a safeguarding and yeah i think one just gets a bit more perspective on it all
Yeah, it's also just coming to terms with it. I think you've experienced a lot more of it than I have in terms of close relatives and that, you know, I've still got a lot of my grandparents, both my parents, all the rest of it. So I, I, it's all to come for me. But, but I know my attitude in comparison, let's say to my sisters, when one of my parents dies, I know full well that I'm going to be the shoulder that's lent on to cry uh, because I'm going to handle it better. And it's not that I love my mum less than my sister does. I just have a different relationship to, to, to what death is. Yeah. yeah, and to, to just what it means. I just don't, yeah, like I said, it's, it's for me, it's not a negative. It's um, sad to lose people and you'd wish they'd be around for longer so that you can have more memories. But we're, we're going to go when we go. And it might draw up some, you know, comments and things like that. And, uh, but that's really like drawing to the situation we're in right now, which drew to how I felt at the start of the uh, chat and we were talking about freedom and everything is ultimately this whole COVID thing is, a, unless you go down the conspiracy theory, is all about death, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's preser preserving life. And it's like, at what cost? And, you know, we're, we're opening a whole nother convo there, aren't we? Yeah, that's, that's a convo for another week, I think. But, yeah. but, but exactly that is, um, and I guess that's why sometimes our, our thing of saying, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't, sometimes I don't like to say it because I know it upsets people and I never intend to upset people. But to say, to have the opinion that, that nature should be allowed to run its course and people should be allowed to die and we shouldn't always default to stopping death and that being the number one priority at, at the at the expense of everything else if we can stop people dying then everything is going to be okay i don't agree with that I, and I, I'd sometimes that doesn't sit right with me and i don't think it's the right decision and i think quality of life and stuff like that means a lot more than just how many years can you get on the clock. And again, we can draw that to the situation of right now. How many people are losing a quality of life, a business and, uh, you know, uh, just, for instance, getting married and all of those sort of things because of what's being conducted at the moment? It's, uh, it just, just came to mind, like I'm surrounded, you can't really see it at this time, you can see it better in the summer, but I'm surrounded by plants and my bonsais and that. Uh, what's your relation, because we've been speaking very much on our own self, so relation to us as human beings and our mortality, what's your relation to plants or even animals and death? Like we've spoken about the food side of things a little bit uh, and animals and eating them. We spoke about that with the David Attenborough uh, podcast. Uh, but what about with uh, plants and that? Where's your relationship with that? It's very much the same. Uh, it's, it's, I respect living creatures all the way down to plants. Uh, I have plants that I take care of, but if a fire came and destroyed my plants, if I had a house fire and it burnt my bonsais down, whilst I might go through a little process of feeling a bit sad about Brief. it, yeah, grief, I would move past it. And I'd understand that was meant to happen to that plant. And same for animals and pets, you know, I'd get sad about it, but it wouldn't break me by any means. And I hear people, oh, when my, when my dog goes, that'll be the death of me. I don't know how I'll get past it. And I'm just like, 
don't get me wrong, I know you love it, but it's it's a dog, and you know, yeah. you don't live very well, long, and you should well, come can, to peace with that. I can mention it now, I haven't mentioned it on previous podcasts, maybe we'll do a pet uh, episode as well, we haven't talked about pets yet, have we? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, I know the little one's asleep, and the middle one knows now, so it doesn't matter if she uh, is, but we'll get a puppy uh, next month, and uh, one of the reasons we're doing that is because the whole crossover uh like bruce is an older dog now hopefully he's got a lot more years left in his legs uh mm-hmm. but uh, the, the whole crossover of that to have an animal that would have been with him to then be with the next one and or like all of our german shepherds have all crossed over uh one has always been around while the other one's been around with the previous one which is really really nice goes back generations and uh yeah, like you talk about animals, and I know some people, they you talk about, oh, they would say, oh, we had a shepherd once, but we'd never have another one after they died. And it's like, I get that, because it is like losing a member of the family, but you're, are you not shortening your life's own enjoyment? And that's what it comes back to with the mortality of something. Uh, you're not shortening your own life's enjoyment by not realising that you're mortal yourself. Yes, and on that, I don't think it does any disservice to the memory of someone who's passed or something like a dog to then get another one. So I don't think you're being disrespectful or dishonorable to your past dog by getting a new dog and having a new relationship and having new, like you said, pleasurable memories and moments with that new pet. Uh, And I think sometimes that's what people feel is they've got some weird guilt attached that they're, they're like going against something's going, you know, especially let's say your partner dies and you end up getting, you know, you have another relationship moving forward. Mm. I imagine that people go through a lot of guilt uh, and weird feelings that they have to go through in, in that process. Not yeah. saying that that's what would happen, but just as an example, like in comparison. Well, no, to I do know people, but if we go, if we go back to dogs, like, uh, I, I've never thought of it that way, the way that you've just put it, as in uh, the guilt of a, mm. of a new relationship. I'm talking about a dog right now. Uh, but uh, I, I've always thought of it as people refer to, I could never have a, another one because they, they wouldn't want to go through that sadness again. The, the, the sadness of the dog dying because it died overrides the goodness of, getting a, a new and then that comes down to winning and losing like we you know we've talked about the competitive side of things and uh, that before in previous podcasts and some people they take losing so badly that they never want to do it again because they never want to feel that way mm-hmm. uh, but this is on a whole nother level isn't it with life and then yeah I, I know people that uh, don't take on board but I think there's a when it comes to uh, another half there is a lot more dynamics involved isn't there especially yeah. if it was a parent and if you didn't like the other half because they or they yeah it's not quite straight uh, straightforward is it but no, it's, it, it's all uh, it's all the same kind of thing though isn't it as well it is it is yeah, yeah and, I, and I hope anyone who's listened to that has not thought that that was a morbid conversation because that's kind of what I'm trailing it back to is we're really not trying to just be all sad and morbid with it and if anything it's quite the opposite that it can you can just have a conversation with it about it without it needing to leave you feeling 
I don't feel, I don't know about you, I don't feel down now that we've had that conversation. Nah. Uh, if Not anything, it picks me up a little bit in a weird kind of way. Because uh, it just reminds you, like, it's, what's that, what's that? That's a Bruce Springsteen line, isn't it? Ain't no sin to be glad you're alive. Badlands, yeah. There we go. And, uh, Poor man yeah. want to be rich, rich man want to be king. So wow. uh, that's the full line. Uh, well, like it'd be a nice way to wrap this episode up, just talking about conversations and why we basically have our weekly conversation. I come to talk to you knowing that I can talk about things, offload, rant, talk of interest, Star Wars, because it's almost like a way of putting it, there's no judgment, there's no, we, we relate and there's balance to it. So like last week we ranted about politics, we, we spoke about our displeasure and our, yeah, our, our anger towards it, but then we spoke about solution and maybe what could work. And then this week we talk about death, which is a bit of a doom and gloom and everything else. But we talk also about it's it's actually part of the course of things and it can be a good thing if you put it in the right in the right box uh in your head. And I think that's the big thing with our conversation. It just comes back to that balance and I think it's just good to talk about it. It's just good to have those chats. Yeah, massively. For me, it's like a kid in a sandbox with a bunch of toys. It's, you're just, you get to play with certain topics. You get to talk about death and there's no consequence to us having the conversation, but you get to go down those routes and see how it makes you feel and question it and get someone else's view and opinion on it. And then I think you just leave with a just broader perspective. I think, I think talking is one of the most important and valuable things that we get to do. Uh, and I guess like massive benefit from it. And I think we should all just do it more. And I, yeah, our weekly chats are some of my favorite conversations that we have. And I'm glad that we get to now, you know, we share them and we don't feel anything about like these podcasts are very unedited. We don't, I don't go through them and pull out things that I'm like, Oh, I don't know if that's appropriate. They're not the edited thing, at all. <laughs> you know, the whole thing goes up, it gets up there yeah. and people get to listen to it. So, uh, I, I've, you know, I don't think. I don't think people should be, I think people should have more conversations. Yes. Should we leave it on that? Keep the convo I going. Should. I think that was a great convo. Uh, guys, comment topics for us. So if there's anything you'd like to hear our opinions top on. Freeze. Top uh, freeze. Top freeze. Uh, get, give us some things. Make, make it, let's get this freeway quotes. conversation going. Yeah, quotes as well. The whole thing. All good. And yeah, don't take the piss out of me for my Star Wars choices. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you Pink next week, guys. Saber. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.